Kalimara, Kalispara, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa. And this episode is going to be tasty, quite tasty, because those who aren't educated on Cypriot football, this isn't just a, a teaser or a taster or a, a, it's not even a main course. This is going to be Bombes Jeroguetes, <laughs> quite literally. Bombs and rockets. I'm yeah. still. Thasso is here with me. How you doing, my guy? I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. No, you know. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Is it? You're right. Of... You, 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 you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was okay up until 7 p.m. yesterday evening, and all hell broke loose, and it's been. A kind of busy 24 hours. It is Wednesday, the 17th of January. It's half past nine in the UK, half 10 in France, where you are. And the news continues. It's like a conveyor belt of news. And I we know where to begin from, obviously, the beginning, the Baratima review. But things happened last night in the cup, which should not have happened. And we've come to the point now where we're hoping, hoping that the authorities will listen to, to the players' union and the, the powers that be, be it the police and even the supporters, to actually do something about it. Because at this rate, someone's going to die. Someone's going to die at this rate. Yep. And this isn't even me joking or, or being sarcastic or using satire or anything. Someone is going to die the way that things are, whether it be a supporter, whether it be a player. Enough is enough, man. This is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Cue the music. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's a serious, 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 serious thing that happened yesterday. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about it a bit more, especially with how things unfolded after the event as well. Well, I'll tell you what, usually usually we do the, the league review first, but there isn't really too much to discuss on the field. Yeah. Shall we start with the cup? Because it's current and on top of that, it's going to take a long time, whereas I think the league might not take as long as it normally does. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So, last night, Tuesday night, we had two cup games. Two cup games, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, it was too. So we had Nea Salamina facing Apoel and Omonia Gosienia, the breakaway club against Anorthosin. And I thought there was going to be a big trouble in the Omonia Anorthosin game, given the history of Omonia Gosienia, their supporters, Anorthosin supporters. And then I didn't know this, shame on me. But the Omonia fans were not able to get into the stadium for various reasons, whether it be the fan card situation or other things. But stuff happened there that was, wasn't was as bad as what happened in the Salamina game. I mean, and it's bad enough, though. It's bad we'll enough. We'll get to yeah. it. But, but, but to, 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 to this degree, it really isn't in comparison. So it was actually a decent game, in all fairness. Our, our boy were, were dominating procedures. They had five or six clear-cut opportunities. And then Chebak was sent off for two yellows. 
he then posted something on social media afterwards, but that is nothing in comparison to what, what occurred during the game. Um, a firecracker was launched at Baba Yorio, the Salamina midfielder who was warming up, hit him on the back of the head. He was taken to hospital. Fortunately, he's still alive, although from what we understand, uh, he's partially deaf in one ear. We then saw some fans, obviously, irate about whatever happened. Bedridis, the Abuel president, was walking towards the tunnel. I don't know whether he was in the stands with the fans or maybe he was in the box, but he looked very, very worried, whether it be the situation with the player. And in the 80th minute, which was like 15 minutes after the incident occurred, they decided to cancel the game. And footage came out this morning... Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop it right now. I'm going to stop it right now, okay? Mm-hmm. We were on social media when all of this shit was happening. And we had we saw various people saying, oh, it could have been Salamina fans that threw the firecracker. It could have been Nabu World supporters, blah, 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 blah. So it was more like a case of who done it, like who shot Mr. Burns. And obviously, we're not there. We don't know what's going on. All we can see is what's happening on our TV screens. I'm reading things on social media. And before we continue with the story, I'm sorry to say this, Thassar, but there are a lot of tapped football supporters out there that mm-hmm. refuse refuse to, to try and be objective. And I'm sorry to say this again. There were some tweets that I saw that were absolutely mind-boggling. One of them was an Abuel fan saying... We fell into the trap. The Salamina players decided to warm up in front of our supporters. It wasn't in front of their supporters, actually. No, it was it in wasn't. front of the empty stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Abuel fans were to, if you're watching it, to the left. Salamina players were to the right. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was a master plan, like some kind of, as I said, some James conspiracy. Bond. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. There was a master plan for the Salamina players to warm up beside the Abuel fans and antagonize them by doing their stretching and you know groin stretches and shuttle runs. Whether that that's antagonizing them, and they wanted Abuel fans to react, so they decided someone decided to throw uh, a firecracker towards the player, and they actually hit him. Now two. The credit of most of the Abuel fans that I've seen on social media, most of them, they are uh, condemning what had happened. Yep. Not just for the fact that what, what happened was absolutely deplorable, but also for the fact that it's going to hurt the club. Yeah. But again, we're going to go into this in just a bit. So footage surfaced this morning. Oh, for fuck's sake, wrong one. Footage surfaced this morning of an Abuel fan launching something, a firecracker, towards the direction of the player. Um, again, I saw things on social media, people saying, how do you know that was the footage? How do you know that was the incident? I want to see the minute on the clock when it happened. I want to see the time. And I'm thinking, as far as I remember, that was the only time I heard the firecracker go off when it was launched in to the left of the fan, to the right of the camera. And again, this isn't me... Wearing this as an Omonia fan, I'm just telling it like it is. Bro, I, I don't know what else to say that I haven't already said. It's well listen, right? Uh, I went I went digging. I went digging because I wanted to see I wanted to see positive. There was a lot of people mm. kind of 
launching into uh, like how how why would somebody do this in the end the club's going to end up paying for it they're going to a lot of people were saying this a couple of facebook pages were basically just doing copy paste stuff uh but copy so somebody would write something they'd copy paste it they post it somewhere else copy paste it post it somewhere else it was it was like it was almost like a, a russian bot kind of type of you know like like election interference kind of thing. They were just doing, I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it in there. And they were all doing it. And even they were all doing it even with errors in. So they weren't even correcting them. Like lots of capital letters screaming about the referee. First of all, referee's fault. He did it on purpose. He did the Chebac thing on purpose to wind the fans up. Uh, the players then went out to wind the players. The Wind the fans up even more. Uh, they blamed the windy conditions. The firecracker wasn't supposed to go near the player, but then it, the wind blew it towards him. Either way, it wasn't an Abuel fan that did it. It was actually a Nea Salamina fan, and he was aiming for the Abuel players that were warming up, and they got their own player instead. Uh, anyway, they couldn't have hit him because the, the Abuel fans couldn't have hit him because he was too far away. Uh, it wasn't even near him. You can't say it's an Abuel fan that did it until you have proof and that last one okay fair enough you have proof beforehand however the player was facing his own fans before he went down and he goes down holding the back of his head so unless uh, unless you've got ronnie o'sullivan doing that and putting some spin on the fucking thing how how is it going to come from his own fans? Uh, there were fans saying that oh yeah, somebody shot it out of a gun in Nail Salamina stand, and that's how it ended up doing doing the trajectory it did. Because you know firecrackers are normally shot out of a gun. I I read somewhere that someone launched it out of a gun from an apartment across the outside the stadium. That was the other thing as well. Yeah, that was another one. There was. There was so many, so many things, so many things that there wasn't any proof. So Supersport, when they originally reported on it, said it was uh, a firecracker fired by an Abuel fan. And then about 34 minutes later or something like that, they'd amended the headline to yeah. say just a firecracker. Yep. Um, which is fair enough. You can't really go, Abuel fan did it. Yeah, of course. As so. as as yeah. as a journal, as a journalist, you can't really say that until you've got the proof. Yeah. Um, of course. Uh, then the police came out afterwards. Uh, what was it? This morning. This morning, yeah. Yeah, and this morning being Wednesday morning to say uh, that it was an Abuel fan. So a lot of Abuel fans are saying, "Well, where's the video then? There's so many cameras and CCTV cameras everywhere. Where's the video?" Of course. In all these comments from people, there's all there's also other Abuel fans commenting, responding to them below, saying, "What is this? It's obviously it's obviously an Abuel fan. We're in trouble now. The club's going to be in trouble because of this because one dickhead in the group decided it was going to be funny to do that." Um, um, but anyway, more and more and more. Uh, tornadoes being started by i don't know maybe they were trolls i don't know um but it, anyway where's the video so then this grainy footage being recorded from one phone to another showing the fan 
throwing the firecracker. And like you said, um, where's the timestamp? Show me the timestamp. It could be could be any game, could be anywhere, could be anything. Okay. Police then had to rush out. <laughs> Following the leaking of the footage, they had to rush out a statement to say that one they knew was an Abuel fan. They have the guy's face on CCTV. They are looking for him. And if they don't find him, they will release the images. Um, more comments. Uh, more comments. There you go. They've, they've released it. I mean, the images aren't great. Uh, there were some no. more images as well that were that that were put online there, that had the timestamp on as well. Yeah, there, there is another one. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, did you see? Did I you see that? Find it. I mean, there's there's this one as well. There's this one yeah. as well. But the other one, I know which one you're talking about. Let me see if I can find it. I'm just gonna keep, keep talking. If I find it, I'll yeah. bring it up. So, so they showed the images. They showed the timestamp. They've got they've got all the receipts. Yeah. Um, oh yes. And and you know a lot of a lot of Abuel fans are obviously now gone into introspection. Even the ones that were screaming about conspiracies and the rest of it, regardless yeah. of if it was a fix or not, whatever whatever your thoughts as thoughts are as an Abuel fan, there you go. And there's a timestamp there as well, although the timestamp is incorrect. It says sixth of January. Sixth oh, of January. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a one missing there somewhere. Yeah. Well that's not that that, that that's not gonna do much for the um uh for the conspiracy, is it? No, it's not. The conspiracy it's not, although theorists. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> although that I mean yeah, I can't really think I can't really think of why there's a one missing there, but it says the first 2024 at <laughs> 817. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, which which is which is around the, the time the the thing happened anyway, 817. Um some people are gonna cry out conspiracy now that we've put that on yeah. without the, yeah, <laughs> the one on there. <laughs> of course. But, but, but regardless, uh we've had some we've had some more news coming from from both the both teams also from from the players union i'm going to read out some statements but basically one of the statements as well as is from better you know it's a very the abwell spokesman very short one basically all he said was that um the matches should be decided on the pitch and the person at fault should not should not just be banned from stadiums but he should be put in jail um now Matches should be decided on the pitch. They're trying to. There's this. There's this thing of trying to. I don't know who they're trying to convince, but they know that there's probably going to be not just a fine and uh, games behind closed doors, but they're probably going to give the three nil win to Nasal Amina as well, especially since. Um, don't know. Don't know if you were going to mention it later, but especially since Abuel have already been done today for the trouble uh, from fans caused during the Abuel Anorthosis game, where they basically I think the the stand they're closing is the is the one where the ultras are, right? 
So, yeah, yeah. So they're going to close that standoff for uh, one game. Now, Vrioni, this is always a week behind. So we're going to know what his decision is going to be for this next Wednesday. But um, knowing how, knowing what's written and uh, in the regulations and kind of the fallout from this, you would expect that Vrioni is probably going to put the maximum stuff on, which is 3-0 win to Salamina, two matches without fans, and a 200 grand fine. So not only, not only all this, but on top of that, there's the financial difficulties that Abuel are going through: transfer embargoes, the uh, the scheme to get uh, fans to buy tickets to a game that doesn't exist. Uh, I'm going to try and not be negative about that. It's not the time to be negative about that. Basically, all the money that they've raised to clear the transfer embargo so they can sign this Iranian defensive midfielder that they're looking at. Now, that's all going to have to go towards paying the fine for the behaviour of one shithead. One, I, I never use this word. One cunt. Yeah, I don't know if you want to bleep that out. No, Time's not at all. It. But, Not at all. That's going in there, mate. That's staying in there. One that that one edge lord that I did what it must be like 14, 15 years old. He's, he's, no, he's mate, I, th- I think he's actually older than that, to be honest. You think you I think. think he's older than that. And I I, th- I think he's done his national service as well. I think he's older than that. Fucking what it prick. is, is it's another person who, like you see it a lot in Cyprus, not just at Up World. But with other clubs as well, you got these youngsters, 19, 20 year olds, 21. They watch a bit of, you know, Fight Club or Mean Street. Yeah, yeah, Green, yeah, Green Street. Sorry. That yeah, one. Green Street. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they might watch a bit of um, what's that show that we've got in the UK now? I forget what it's called now. Flipping out, I've forgotten. Anyway, whatever it is. But they think they're, they're fighters. They think that they're hard. They think that. You know, I'm gonna get away with this, and you know, I can tell my friends and brag about it, and say I'm a I'm a true ultra. I live the ultra life, motherfucker. You probably work at you know I don't I terror, or you probably I don't know have some kind of job that you're not happy with, and you just want to go to work and brag to your mates about it. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic. I mean, we've yep. seen it in the UK, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in the UK. I'm sure you see it in France. A lot of these these hoodlums going around the streets, right, doing certain things. Now, again, I'm not trying to deviate from this, but put this lad in Hackney, in Brixton, in Edmonton. Yeah? It's a different world. Put him in the streets in, in Poland or in Serbia. Yeah. Yeah? Siberia. <laughs> Send him to these places. And see how hard you are. Because I tell you this, right? It's 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 a disgusting mentality. And I, to be honest, aside from the fact where he can brag that he's done something like this, and I don't know, maybe he gets a high five from some ultras. I, I don't know. I, he's I don't not. Know what he, he's not. He's not, he's though, not. yeah? 
because but what I'm saying is hypothetically, yeah. if that's what he thinks is going to happen in his mind, what else does he possibly get from it? Because he can't brag about it on social media because he'll get found. So, so what does he get out of it? I don't understand personally. Are you stupid? It's 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 well, a rush. Stupid, stupid does. It's a rush of blood to the head. That's 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 what it is. It's like other things, right? Is because of obviously this has happened. A lot of other things peripherically are starting to come out as well. Things like, for instance, the way that uh, the way that fans are able to get stuff like firecrackers, flares, etc., into the stadiums, even when there are checks, because that's another whole fucking thing to talk about. Is do they actually do the checks? Do they? Do they? Ah, they, they, come on, let's be honest. Yeah. We had this Govenda before, but I, you know, give my, I'll give you the, the best example I can give from, from my experience is when I went to the cup final against mm-hmm. Ethnic Gore, and there was an old lady there. She must have been over 60 years old at the turnstile. And she was like, oh, can you show me your, your, your Gatafiratlu? Okay, well, there it is. But I'm, I'm a normal guy, and there was normal people around me. Why do you mm. got these people with their balaclavas and their hoodies and that kind of stuff? What, what, what are these people going to do? What are they going to do? Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, it's, again, it's a cultural thing. It's a mentality thing. Yeah. Right? But and even... I, I tell you what, yeah. going back to what you say about Vriwanidis, this yeah. guy has got a big decision to make, right? Because you've got the referee who's been absolutely shat on. He, in his report, did he not say, I don't know what happened. I didn't see where it came from. Yeah. And then you got the police that are saying we've got the evidence. So what's Vironidis going to do now? Is he going to go? Well, the referee didn't see it, so mm, I don't know. Or is he going to say, "Oh, well, there's evidence here." There's bloody evidence. No, but what there's I'm evidence. saying, listen, he's in a corner now. Is he's he? got a big decision to make. Yeah, he is in a corner. He is because Cyprus is a small place. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm I'm just telling you straight. It's a small place, mm-hmm. yeah? And this guy has got a big decision to make, right? And it's a decision that could, sorry to say this, affect his life. Yep. I'm just saying. Yep. And I'm not exaggerating because there are some tap people out there. I mean, if there's one lad that can throw a firecracker from 20-odd yards and hit someone, what has happened if the guy's in the street? Well, there you go. Sorry. No, 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 no. But, 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 if they do the checks, they do, and if they do them properly, the the older fans are telling the younger fans that are going into the stadium: if you are going to take a firecracker with you, if you're going to take a flare with you, put it down your trousers, because you're 14 years old, you're not going to get searched in the same way an adult would. Yeah. So it's the kids that are bringing this stuff into the stadiums. Now, um, another thing which uh, um, I've been waiting for a while to report on, like maybe we had a lull in the news at some point, but but there hasn't been. But um, in the in the better law where the ultras are. There's people stealing shit from other people. Like, they're supposed to be, well, family, we're Abuel, Monon Abuel, we're all together. There's people stealing shit from people in the stands while the game's on. 
And then it happens. Who do you report it to? It's it's it, what what it, what was it? What was it that uh, did this called it uh, last week? An oh, unchecked the, uh, madhouse. An unchecked madhouse. Yeah. 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 Unchecked madhouse. Right. Shall I read some statements? Yeah. Well, I, you got the one from uh, Loisidis. I, I, I've got the Nea Salamina statement. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then the, I, and uh, then I've also yeah, got go the on. players union statement as well. Okay. Okay. So, well, I've, I've got uh, the, as well. That's, the, that's there's a reason. There's a reason why I'm reading this one out in full, and I'm yeah. going to also read out the players' union one out in full. But yeah. so now, Salamina first. The directors wish to express in writing and publicly their official position regarding last night's match in the second round of the cup. Unfortunately, we once again witnessed a criminal behaviour, which this time had a serious impact: the injury of our footballer Yorios. As officially confirmed by the Cyprus police, a firecracker was thrown from the visitors standing to the area where the substitute football players of our team were warming up. From this unacceptable action, we had the injury of our football player and more specifically hearing loss. Yorios has been prescribed to make medication and to follow treatment. Beyond that, we are undivided in the official position of the directors, and for this reason, we will once again state our position. As a matter of principle, we argue that games should be judged on the pitch and not in the courtrooms. However, in order for a game to be decided on the pitch, all safety conditions and regulations must be observed. During yesterday's game, there was a flagrant violation of the regulations, and our team was deprived of claiming what they wanted on the pitch. Uh, it is now clear that our association bears absolutely no responsibility for yesterday's stoppage of the match as the firecracker came from the visitor stand. We inform the fans of our club that the directors will do whatever is necessary to ensure the well-intentioned interests of the club and under no circumstances will we accept intermediate solutions. The facts are clear and justice should be served. The matter is handled by our legal advisors who are in full consultation with the directors. Our club bears no responsibility whatsoever for the stoppage of the match and will handle the situation with everything at our disposal. We hope that from now on, the official position of the club will be conveyed in full, exactly as it is, to avoid misunderstandings. So that's why I had to read that out in full, because they've asked me to read that out in full. But some things in there to, to state. So they're talking about following the rules and regulations as they should. There was a stoppage. Uh, sorry, the game didn't start until, say, four or five minutes after the prescribed start time because there were flares and smoke grenades fired out by both sets of fans. All right. So, but regardless, for that specific situation where they're talking about Papa Giorgio's injury, so remember, we're talking that he's actually been seriously injured there. We're talking yeah. about hearing loss. Yeah. Now, they don't say whether it's temporary or permanent, but regardless, it's, it's a very, very serious thing. Yeah. And then there were Abuel fans. There was, uh, I saw a post at one point that said, I hope he goes deaf. Things like that. It's Jesus Christ, people. It, it, it's a person. 
It's a person, and the only crime he has done, the only crime, perceived crime, is he plays for the other team. Faso, let's get it right. It's like I said before, Cyprus is a very small place. Yeah. It's so small that you may have a relative in the UK that I know. Or, yeah. you know, Roy might have a friend. I mean, Roy's got a friend lives in Barnet who I've never met before, but we've got mutual friends. So mm. it's it's a very small, it's a small world already. Yeah. Okay. Now, Baba Yorhiu might have a cousin, a friend, an uncle that's related or knows a relative of the person that's made that post. Yeah. Again, do they not think? Clearly they don't. Are they intelligent enough? Clearly not. The, the whole moral fabric of these people is non-existent. And this is what frustrates me the most because, you know, we, we look at ourselves and we look at our culture and we look at things that happen and we think, that's, you know, that's, that's disgusting. But yet it continues. And you've got these people that hide behind their screens. They hide behind their computers and their, and their smartphones or whatever. And they give it the Billy Big Bollocks. Okay? And the fact is, there's nothing you can do about it unless you start implementing harsh fines or punishments to the clubs. That's the only thing you can do because that's the only way it will stop. Well, you think it's the only way it would stop these people. But I just hope, I just hope that, you know, the smart, sane Aboy listeners are out there will start saying to these people, you are affecting our club. Forget the, the reputation of the island. Forget the safety. I'm just I'm just seeing things a different way in a language that maybe some people can understand. Think about what you're doing to your club. As you quite rightly said, the club is in financial turmoil. They tried to raise two million or whatever it was in December. They've had to extend it, haven't they? They've extended it now to yeah. January this month, right? Mm -hmm. Because they couldn't raise the funds that they wanted. All of that money is going to go towards a bloody fine. Yeah, pretty much. It's ridiculous, but these people don't think about the consequences. Every action has a reaction. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, it, like I, like I said already, I think. I, where, where, when was this? This was must have been ages ago. It must have been when the Anorthosi uh, uh, fans uh, threw through the stuff at, um, at Milan. Milan Knobloch, where I was saying, basically, first offence, fine, second offence, no fans, third offence, points deductions. You start knocking points off and uh, and teams will seriously suffer. And that's when you'll see some, be some people's behaviour uh, correct itself. Now, then it depends or not whether anyone is brave enough to change the regulations for that to happen. Shall I Shall I read the players' union one? Yeah, I'll Please. go for it. Yes. So, intense reflection and indignation 
more than any other time, prevails in the board of directors of the players' union, since attacks against football players during matches continue and create more insecurity for the athletes of the sport. The highlight of the latest unacceptable incidents was the injury of Giorgios Papayoriu in the Nea Salamina Abuel match, which also caused the match to be stopped. The firecracker that fell next to the football player while he was warming up resulted in his transfer to the hospital. According to medical opinion, the unfortunate footballer suffered hearing loss in the right ear. Fortunately, we did not have the same results in the Omonia 29th of May Anorthosis match, where a flare fell onto the field during the match. Gentlemen, the situation has reached an impasse. We can no longer operate on wishful thinking and actions are needed. The matter was discussed last night by the board of directors of uh, the players' union and various views were put on the table which are being reviewed. Tomorrow's scheduled meeting with the Cyprus FA at 11.30 becomes even more urgent after the latest events. The board of directors of the players' union will present their recommendations to the FA leadership and we will discuss together ways for Cypriot football to get out of the impasse it has fallen into. Note that in this context, the players' union had the meeting yesterday with the relevant police department during which measures and proposals to deal with the phenomena of violence were discussed. We remind you that we are waiting for the arrangement of a meeting with the Minister of Justice and the Chief of Police. It goes without saying that the responsibility of suppressing the violence lies with the state. And finally, political will is needed to solve the problem. As the players' union, we will not stand idly by. We cannot wait for the next attack on a football player to react. We cannot wait for the next injury or even death. We are not far from that scenario. We have passed the point of no return. Once again, we call on the state to assume its responsibilities and crack down on hooliganism. Those few are in the stands who commit illegal acts, leave the state and its principles exposed as well as the normal fun. This is enough. Take some action. Now, mate, do you know what? Uh, I need to mention my friend Nima, who's got the Sempre Inter podcast yeah. and the, uh, the Italian football pod. And he sent me a voice note today. He goes, what is in the water in the Mediterranean? Because this happens in Italy, Spain, Cyprus, Turkey, but well, well, Greece. What well, what is going on here? What is going on here? Because I personally think this is a cultural thing whereby people turn a blind eye to it, and their reaction is, ah, "Don't worry about it. Things will change." But they won't do anything about the change. Now, we are very, very close. I think we're very, very close to there being stadiums being shut, fans being banned from stadiums, even the innocent ones. We're very close to regulations being implemented, very similar to in the UK, where you're not going to have people allowed to stand, allowed to smoke. It's, it, it could happen. And while people are going to say to me, yeah, but it's Cyprus and that will never happen. Believe me, if it's going to hurt clubs financially, I can see them all getting together and saying, right, we're going to do this. We want this. We want that. And they're going to work much closer to the police to the point where ultras won't want to show up. And of course, it's going to hurt the clubs financially. Of course, it will. But it's it swings around about isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think... Um... Like, like the players' union says, the point of no return has been passed. Um, I mean, for me, it passed a long time ago. 
past ages ago. Um, it's it's it. Listen, this this has to stop. This has to stop now. It is an example for you, right? Right. If my son starts to mess around too much with his toys, to the point where he's about to break them or he's about to break something, furniture, whatever, you take the toy off him. Yeah. Uh, he cries for a bit. He yells. He goes. Ah, but if you don't give him back the toy, he starts to behave himself and then you can have it back again. Yeah. Once he starts to behave himself. It's simple as that, isn't it? So you, you can't be responsible when you're at the football. No football. And I don't like things are going to be promised. Hands are going to be shook. Uh, and then, you know, they're all going to rub each other's dicks and nothing's going to happen. Wait, Joe, to be honest, no, right, I, no I, I, nothing's going to happen because look, not unless the players, like the, the players union said, if nothing happens and this could, situation continues, the players will go on strike. Yeah, and they should. And they should. And they should. But this is the thing. It's all well and good making these threats, saying, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. When the referees threatened to do it, they did it. The players, however, I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen any statements or anything come out from the players or even the clubs. Normally, when something happens, like, for example, when we had the situation with the referees, all the clubs came out with a statement to say, you know, we, we back the referees, all of this is unacceptable. Apart from... The clubs involved. Have you seen anything come out from other clubs to not yet to condemn it? Nothing. Not, not yet. Nothing. Yeah. You say not yet. It's been twenty four hours. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, let's let's hear all the facts first, or whatever. I don't know. I come don't know. on, come on. Forget the facts. The fact is, a player has been hit by a firecracker. We don't, you don't even need to know who did it. The fact Correct. is, a, a player has been hit. Yep. So all they need to do is come out and say, well, we, we condone what happened. The player safety is imperative. They're the ones that provide the entertainment. They're the ones that you guys come to see. Without the players, there's no football. There you go. You know, you I'm go. not trying to be funny. They had the, the show racism, the, the red card signs at the weekend. They've had the anti-gambling ones. They've had all sorts of, you know... Awareness strategies, but they haven't come out to say, "Come on!" And and again, yeah. look, bro, yeah. we we know we know footballers ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of these guys are foreign players, so they don't read the press. They don't know what's going on. They hear this and that, and to be honest, a lot of them watch our pod to to keep up with what's going on. Hi guys, you know, Hi guys. But at the same time, like, what are these guys thinking? What what are they thinking? You got mm. players from Denmark, from Sweden. That stuff doesn't happen there. You got players nope. from the UK, from France. That stuff doesn't really happen there, unless it's Marseille. Or, no. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen as often as as it mm. does in Cyprus. Mm -hmm. So these guys have come to Cyprus, a small island, and they're thinking, "All right, weather's nice, people are nice." Cold. Well, you'd think most of the people are nice. Mm -hmm. And then this comes out. 
And it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it happened to a local lad as well. It's not yeah. as it happened to a, a foreign player. Yeah. So, uh, again, it's 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 also, also of a tit as far as I'm concerned. But we've spoken enough about what happened with the Salamina Boal game. Something else happened. It was between Omonia Gossienya and Anoptasi. As I said, yep. the Omonia Gossienya fans weren't allowed in the stadium or they didn't want to go in the stadium, whatever nah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. They somehow managed to erect a big screen outside the stadium. You know, the, the, the chief of police said, I don't know how the fuck they got the electricity to do that. But anyway, yep. and what they were doing, someone managed to launch a flare into the stadium from outside. And they are bring it up here. It was yeah. the game. Look at the referee ducking out the way. Yeah, he sees it coming. And then, almost on the centre circle. You couldn't yeah. aim it better. Yeah. yeah. You see the player walking towards that shit's going to explode in a second. Now I'm walking away. But then after the game, you'd see, you know, you got some the evidence of this big screen outside the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And then it kicked off with the police. It kicked off with the police. The fans mm-hmm. of both clubs ended up kicking off with the police. Yep. So is it going to come to the point now where, sorry to say this, they're going to have to get the fucking army involved. Honestly, well, it's like a civil it, war. When when our boy went to go play our Bollon, right? At the when I, when I went to go watch when I went to go watch the game, they had uh, they had riot police there, and they had the the big the big blue water cannon thing, kind of parked up near where the away yeah. fans come into the yeah. stadium. Don't know where that thing was. I don't know where that thing was uh, yesterday, but it should have been there. Well, but it's anyway, bigger, it's um, bigger than the stadium, to be honest. <laughs> un- unbelievable, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, so the the whole point about uh, Omonia does Manhattan, right, is that they uh, they don't believe in the fan cards. That's one of the things that they don't they don't like. So um, the Omonia end of the RCB was empty because all the fans refused the fan card and therefore would not be able to enter the stadium. That's why they set up that big screen. Like I said, no one knows how they managed to get the the electricity to put the big screen up. Even the chief of police was like, somebody needs to ask the fucking question where the hell they got (laughs) the electricity from to be able to do that in the first place. Um, But yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And right, that would have been main, that one by itself would have been main event <laughs> any other week, month, anywhere else in the world. Us, it gets second billing. <laughs> and it's, it's a two, three minute thing. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Well, the. The president of the Equality Police Department, Nikos Loizidis, he gave an interview with uh, Morning Review, uh, Bolidis 107.6, and he was saying things like, uh, with regards to the two matches, he goes, he wanted six MMAD platoons. But where will I find the rest of the police force to perform my duties elsewhere? She has a point. If all of them are fucking at the football, then all the looters can run right in... Well, I don't know. He said, is there any sane person who thinks they, as in the firecrackers, got into the stands from the entrances? They come in via the staff of the teams 
There was a member of staff in the stands in the last game who was holding the mobile phone, giving instructions on which fireworks to throw. The reason these things happen in the stadium is because we as police do not put our own regulations on how a game is played. It is not possible to allow marches to fans. It is not possible to limit the number of uh, fans visiting the stadiums or visiting the away fans. It's not possible to play some regulations on where certain games will be played. There you go. So they can't even move matches, apparently. Well, um, I mean, the, 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 that's from the, the Dimitris Hamatsos. They said that only 400 people really should be going there. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, you're probably going to come up to... Uh, that's probably a ne the next thing they said, right? Yeah, well, there's yeah. always goes, uh, they are the same factors that are making fun of you and the public that they want violence in the stadiums to be stopped. Normally, you know what should have been done. The leadership had to say about moving fans up to 500. We will say when each game will be played. Uh, two high danger games took place. Am I allowed to be the police and have got and each of its staff dictate where they will play and to put the risk of safety of every sports fans and every citizen, although I get six platoons? It's a shame. And these are talking about the stewards, you know, are they can, uh, have, were they non existent? He said, no, they just don't have enough money to pay them. Um, he then spoke about the Omonia Gosenya game. And he said, I'm, a, I'm allowed to say that the police sent a letter to, uh, that the stadium, as you mentioned, has been unsuitable for six months. But whose crime is it? Who, sorry, we who go and police the game instead of saying we don't go, the game won't happen. For God's sake, we enforce the rules. If someone dies, who will they blame? Should I send a letter to GOP and have them answer me? Shall we tell them a fifth team cannot play in Larnaca because there are too many of them in the province? I mean, it, there's a whole load of stuff which is on our yeah. Twitter account. At this is Mappa. You can read it. It's it will take forever and a day. Yeah, okay. but basically, so I think I brought it up last week. Dimitris Hamatsos, they said that only 400 people should play there, and they tried to arrange a meeting between the police, the Cyprus FA, uh, some department or other, and uh, and somebody from Omonia Kosinya. Uh, the only people that showed up to the meeting was somebody from the police and somebody from the department of whatever that they had organized it with. The whole point is they said that the stadium is unsuitable for the amount of people that are normally going there because the home fans and the away fans share the same stand. Capacity is about 1,500. It's all in one stand and everybody has to share the same toilets, the same uh, blah, 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 blah. Now, the police says that only 400 people should go and not away fans. Uh, now, obviously, uh, on one two electric boogaloo have got a lot of, a lot of fans, a lot of passionate fans. So, that stadium, I can't call it a stadium, that ground <laughs> is full to the brim every game that they have so 1500 people bam rammed into there that's not counting away fans when there's only supposed to be 400 the police also said so that that whole thing with the five five teams in Ladnaga because you've got Aek Anorthosi Nasalamina Othello and Aez and you remember Aez at the beginning of the season, didn't know whether or not they were going to play there because they'd signed the deal with uh, the company that, run, that, that runs uh, the uh, Amohostos Epistrophi to play there. 
And then the police came out and said, no, you can't play there. And then two weeks later, they announced, okay, we can actually play there. Yeah. So who decided that? It's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Exactly. And But Aes being in Lamnaga instead of Lemeso is because of the money that the Tyria was charging. But anyway, yeah. um, that's, a, that's a whole different thing. But yeah. Yeah, the, the police are right. They've got they they've they've got certain controls but people are the people at the top at the FA and at teams are not listening to the advice and the recommendations that the police are providing unless they're to be used as scapegoats yeah. for instance don't have the greek fa cup final here it's going to be a security issue oh the police said so we can't have the greek fa cup final here even though they didn't want the greek fa cup final there anyway so you know, their prize are all over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place, and you know, we, I'm sure we're going to touch on this later, even though it could take another four or five hours. But everyone here has handed out 79 fines today. 79 fines. Now I'm I'm sitting there thinking, bloody hell, that's another knees up in Spain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the CFA. Yep. It's another yep. knees up. Hey, you know what? With 79 fines, they might go to Dubai now. Yeah, you never know. Honestly, so. Bloody joke. Well, mate, I, I I think we've spoken about this for long enough. We've done 50 minutes on this. Yeah. So we talk about the actual football. Yeah. It's only going to take five minutes. Football. Play the theme tune. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind. Yeah. Pull it up. Oh, blimey. Mm, tasty. Yes, indeed. Very, very, very tasty. So, where shall we begin? Where shall we begin? Let me just I'll tell you where we here. should begin. Go on. We should begin with the tastiness from the foodfromcypress.com. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very go. good. Very good. See what you're saying. That's our discount. 12% discount at checkout. Lovely jubby. Well done, boy. Ah. Well done, boy. You know. Yeah. You know. There you go. Right. Let's begin with Garnodesa going to Othello. Lanaka, right? Uh, beating them by three goals to nil. Tukala, Dumbia and Rossi with the goals for Garmiodisa, taking up to 11th place in the table above Othello by a point. Piece of piss. And you could say Galinichta to Mr. Shkazny. Correct or no? Yes. Yeah, you do you wanna do you wanna do you, do you wanna do the thing? Do the thing. Do the thing. Ah no, you can't make me do the okay, thing. That's all right. not it, nice. That's all, not all, nice. We mean this one. Oh no, no, not that one. Did oh, that one. <laughs> I've got no Amirvada stuff for you to that, my guy, so don't worry, you've got away. Oh. No, it was going to be the you know the 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 image of the conga line of the people that have uh, yes yes yes. Here job. we go. So, Mister Shkazny, yeah. Shkazny, yeah, there he goes. He's out of here. Yeah, is he number twelve gone now. Number two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Yeah. Yep. Twelve yeah, managerial sackings this season in Cyprus and the Othello. In the first division. There. That's right. In the first division, yeah. and the uh, Othello are now with their third head coach, Mister Saka. Yes. Yes, Kostis Sakas. He's now been manager of Voxa and Othellos three times for both of them now. So he started out Othellos 
and was in charge of them when they actually got promoted the other time they were in the Brodaflima. All right. So he left following their relegation in May 2016 after four seasons, but returned four months later to lead them until the end of the fifth season. He then took a break for a year, took over at Alkioroglini when they were in the first division uh, for one season in the Brodaflima. Then he had those three stints at Doxa. Um, relegated with Othellos, then relegated with Alkioroglinis, but that time it was only by goal difference. Uh, survived thanks to COVID, thanks to the COVID break with Doxa, and then survived by two points with Doxa. So it's an upward trajectory to survive with four points for Othello. Yep. Follow the patterns. Follow the patterns, isn't it? And that's for Carmel de Sa with um, Roslan's favourite head coach. Another victory for them. Three victories under this guy. Yeah. Three victories. He's 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 trying to he's trying to be nominated for manager of the season. You could tell. Is it? Is he going for it? (laughs) He's going for it, mate. He's going for it with a four-one-four-one. He's going for it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, saying that. Uh, Othello's defence was absolutely shocking. I mean, even the um, Slavic, right? His debut only lasted 23 minutes because he got two yellow yep. cards, got sent off. Yep. And then there was the, that second goal. The keeper gets caught out like David Seaman for Ronaldinho's goal in the World Cup. Yep, you remember? Right. <laughs> he's, he's flapping at it as it floats in. Like, well, almost exactly Dal- the same. Daldul isn't playing. He's not playing. Uh, yeah, but Taldul had a nightmare few games. That's why he got taken off. Uh, oh, well, so I think he's, he's got a, a case to get back in the team now, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, the game was over by the 37th minute. Yeah. Garmio de Sao basically walking the ball for the rest of yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. And um, by the way, that was one of four red cards this weekend. Yeah. Seven games, four red cards. Yeah. These, People were being these, pricks these... on the pitch as well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... On to the next, my guy. Yep. On to the next. And Ayek beat Salamina by a goal to nil. Another victory for Ayek. Happy days for them. Goal scorer was the Brazilian... Claris Mario. Claris Mario. Cla- I'm just going to call him Claris Rodriguez. Mario. I'm going to call him Rodriguez. I don't care. Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. care. Ayek still in sixth. They're now seven points ahead of Avalon. Yep. Happy days for them. Yeah, I can really, I can buzz in. Now, it's yep. obviously based off of a really good defense. Bearing in mind that also they had lots of chances to win the game, uh, yep. especially after Danny Baharano got himself another red card. So that's that's two now he's got. He's actually the dirtiest player in the Brodathlima. Based on yeah. cards, well, yeah. well, based on okay, based on cards, okay, based right. on cards. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if he showers or not. I'm talking about, yeah, or 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 or, or, or if or, or if he likes being crapped on while 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 they're doing it. It's oh, like, stop! Oh, you know. stop! He, he's so dirty. He needs to bathe in Siva. Yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> oh my days! But yeah, like transfer marked has a point system for the players, right? So you've got. A point for yellow. Uh, what's that? Uh, a point for a yellow. Three points for a uh, second yellow, and then five points for a red. So oh. Danny Beharano is number one with six yellows and two second yellows. Uh, then is Sergio Tejera with seven yellows and one second. 
yellow. And, and then Bojan Kovacevic at Karmiodisa. It's got five yellows and one red. Okay. And then there's a load of players with the same points. But the actual player with the most cards is Ethnikos Achnasis, Manuel Diriondo. He's got nine yellow cards. Now, I'm when I put on Twitter about Deriondo signing for Achna, I also made reference to his record previously and called him a shithouse. <laughs> there you go. Nine yellow cards in how many how many games have there been? <laughs> how many games have there been? It's it's what, eighteen games now? <laughs> so he's, he's averaging a card every two games. <laughs> Christmas come early. Uh, uh, anyway, there was yes. two things as well. Two more things I wanted to bring up uh, for, for this is that Fransol missed an open goal. Uh, he hit the post, but it can be forgiven a little bit because the angle was very acute. The person who can't be forgiven, though, is um, Per Pons, where he hit the crossbar from about four, five yards out, four, five meters out. Yes. Open goal, completely open, smashes it onto the crossbar and then it passes all the way out. Ah, uh, never mind, never mind, my guy. But yeah, there you go. Listen, it's all psychological, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's psychological. It's I think psychological. I think Ben Ben gonna have to have to get in that player's mind to make sure make sure his uh, psychology stays. He's gonna get one of those watches that the hypnotists do. Exactly. You will not miss from five yards out. You will yeah. not miss from five yards out. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you even saw them actually. You remember Asterix? Yeah. The Gaul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they, he's they, French, they, you know. They, of course, right? They they released the, the, the books, the comics, but they also mm. released the films, the yes. movies. Yeah. But the I'm talking about the animation one. Yeah. And there was one, I think it was Asterix, we went to Egypt and it was a twelve tasks of Asterix. And one of the tasks he had to go into this this just as a mental asylum, but it was actually a hotel. Mm-hmm. And he needed to get permit number A thirty eight. And he went to reception. And he asked the lady and she told him to go to the fourth floor. And he went to the fourth floor and there was a guy sitting on a swing going crazy. And he went in there, spoke to him. They said, oh, he's going to the sixth floor. Anyway, the story is they've just taken him to all of these different rooms where he they tried to drive him mad. And he's going, probably number 838. You could just imagine, you know, Ben Shimon just, you know, getting his players out of this saying, right, you, you lot don't need to be in here anymore. I'm going to treat you good. You know, that's what it's like under ultra, you know. Get out! Why they put it in the box? Get out! Why they put it in the box? <laughs> just it's in the head. Out why put it in the box? Out why put it in the box? Out why put it in the box? You know, and Rafa Lopez is like, my head, my head hurts, rinse. my head hurts from that headache. Rinse, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Farage is like, it, Farage wakes up in the middle of the night, and goes, Rosales is not overlapping. He's not overlapping. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> anyway. Speaking of Farage, he's got a hundred yes. appearances for Ayek as of yes, congratulations. Uh, as of today, Wednesday. So good stuff, boss. There you go. Right. On to the next game, which I believe is Buffer trouncing Ayers by four goals to nil. Valakari, Tankovic, Dalinia, and Bruno Mars finally getting on the score sheets. 
the biggest yeah. waste of money I've ever seen in Cyprus. Well, no, there's, there's been worse, but I, I just say him because I don't really rate him. But yeah, easy work for Buffer, right, mate? I'd yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, uh, Buffer was three 0 up even before the sending off. Yep. Um, but yeah, and then Bruno getting getting that last goal as well. Stat padding. Stat padding. Yeah. You know, don't call it a comeback. He's a kind of player that'll get 15 goals in the season. And when you look at the stats, they've all been in like the 89th minute where the game is like 4 0 at time. That's him. That's the kind of player that he is. I'm sorry. Exactly. Almonia, he did okay, but I could see. I could see that he weren't that level. People were telling me, you know, you're chatting shit. And since he's gone to Buffalo, he's done another. Yeah. Diddly squat. Yep. So pretty much vindicated. Yes, I'm you have guy. been vindicated, sir. I have receipts. Yes. So um, now, going from the uh, what what would you call that? Um, the grenade that is Bruno Mars. Very good. Get it? Yeah. Very good. To Very to good. to something easy a come, bit better. Hey, hey, there you go. So. Uh, a Bafos youth team player scored his first goal as well for the club, Dalinha. Yes. Uh, now, he was up front with Lisandro last season in Bafos's under-19s. So, Lisandro was scoring all the goals. And then you had Dalinha, who I think was second top goal scoring in the under-19s league last season. So, it's nice. Even even if he's Argentinian Italian, it's nice to see some young players come through. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, people should really look at that Antonio tackle. It's worth two or three red cards. It's it's proper like oh, it's horrible. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's a horrible tackle. Um, should mention as well, Ayers signed a player. Um, Ayers got the clear for staying in the league. <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, Ayers have signed uh, a Cape Verdean player called Euclides Tavares Andrade. Uh, clear. That is that is uh, that is uh, you know name. Yeah, um, and. It wasn't even Ayers who had announced it first. It was the team that he was leaving from that announced it first. Uh, OS Belen, Belenenses in Portugal. Uh, and they also announced that they're retaining 20% of his rights. I don't know what that means, if it's sell-on or, uh, or, or what. But it, yeah, Ayers have signed a player. Uh, there's also rumors circulating that they're that they're about to get Manu Garcia. So, a a a for fans of the not, podcast. We shall not discuss this. Well, I shall not discuss this anyway. Yes. I, well, I, no. I, I was I, just going to say for fans of this podcast, it'd be good to see him on our screens again, wouldn't it? Oh, for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. But you know, going back to Buffalo. Yeah. You mentioned they're under 19s. This yep. season they had a centre forward on loan called Glebs Patika, uh, a okay. youngster from Riga. Mm-hmm. And he was tearing up the under 19s. I mean, he was, well, he had 11, 11 in 12 
And he's, he was actually on loan and he's gone back to his club in Riga. And I think he's got like 30 goals in 30 games at, at youth level. He's an incredible talent. Um, but they, they haven't missed him at under-19 level. I mean, they're still top of the league. I think, let's have a look. They're five points clear of Omonia. Um, but I was watching their game against Ajax and they scored a penalty. It was a, it was a Panenka penalty. Mm. And I'm thinking, when, when he scored, I was like, oh, that, that looks really cool. But goalkeeper almost got to it. But anyway, I, I digress. They've got a player called Dalinia, as you know, you mentioned, the, the guy that scored the goal. And I think that what Buffalo are, are doing, and they're doing this very well, they're bringing in a lot of young, talented players. They're developing them. But what they're also doing is that they're keeping them in Cyprus long enough so they can get their citizenship. Now, whether or not they'll decide to play for the national team is another thing, but it also makes it easier for them to sell them on, especially if they're South American that have an EU passport. So watch this space. Because there's, there's quite a few talented players at, at Buffalo. Um, let me see. There's one player in particular, is he? Um, Ragnar yeah, Krotz. Krotz. He's another decent player. He's a decent player. And also, where's the other one? I had his name written down. Where's he gone now? Look, he's bloody gone now. Ah, uh, no. Where is he? Dos Santos. Dos Santos. I can't remember which position he is, though. But he's uh, he's another one that seems to be pulling up trees in, in St. Proust. So, anyway. It is what it is. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on? Let's we move can on. move on. Let's go. Let's move on to the next. And Anorthosi beats Ael by a goal to nil. Kasama with the winner. And Anorthosi, despite all the injuries, the game players back now. Yeah. And they are causing a bit of a stir. Do you know what, mate? I, I look at this Anorthosi team, right? And I know they lost against you guys the other week. Mm-hmm. But there's something about them. I don't know whether it's whether it's that they're just extremely organised or they've got this team spirit about them. There's something there's something there. I can't quite put my finger. Maybe it's a combination of both. It's it's scary. It's scary. It is. And now, and now they've got Guerrero back as well. So um, he also he scored a free kick. There's going against... to be problems. Yeah, he scored a free kick last night. So. Big boy There's, problems. Yeah, yeah. Also, another thing to add on to this, right? I think Correa, uh, Anderson Correa is playing, is, is, is like being prime, yeah, a man prime, possessed, prime, isn't he? Yeah, prime Marcellino, prime Marcellino. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell he's doing playing like that, but if he keeps playing like that, I guess Bayer won't want him in the national team anymore. Maybe maybe he's buying his food from food from Cyprus. Ah, yeah, that's, that's, what, that what, it that's, what, it that's what it is. That's what it is. He's using yeah. the NCN12 for the discount code, and he's he's getting his uh, getting his grub from there. Well, listen, you know what? Maybe maybe he took the constructive criticism we've given him previously. Oh yeah, and maybe decided... he's the tweets. Yeah, and decided <laughs> I need to show those guys how. How how I do, <laughs> and he be do good right now. He's doing yes, he's doing yes. very very well. Um, now that game was marred with yes. a little bit of controversy on the pitch. Yes, um, whether or not I should have had a penalty. Mm. So, so I L 
sent a video out after the game to the media, but but not us because you know we're dickheads, so obviously we're not going to get it. But yes. um, yeah, they sent a video out to the me- media, but for them to review why why they didn't get this penalty because they were confused as to why they didn't get this penalty. But the footage they sent out was recorded off a phone from another phone instead of you know the the actual match footage that everybody could see now the so there's there's a discussion point from me is the tackle is dangerous from the anorthosis player but he doesn't actually touch the il player does he he gets the ball it's a it's a it's a stamp he gets the ball with the stamp But he doesn't actually make contact, does he, with the IL player? Let's let's have a look because you've got it on your Twitter account. So let me just see if I can yeah. bring it up. Just bear with you one moment, please. It's, so we have this footage, one here. The footage is really fuzzy. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, I don't know. Think, what do you think? I don't know. Let's have a look again. Let's if it's slowed down. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because I saw, I saw a uh, a better definition of that video. Yeah. And uh, still doesn't look like the IL player has been touched. Well, look from that angle, I can't there's, make head nor no, tail of it. No, you can't. And there's definite intent in there. Because to see, foul or to win the ball? Well, no, I don't. It doesn't look like there's intent to win the ball or just win the ball. Let's say because he stamps on the ball. It's like fucking, he proper comes hammering down on the ball with his with his foot. It's not to poke the ball away. He stamps on it. Mm, I, do you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's just someone that doesn't know how to tackle and maybe <laughs> he, and and maybe i think he he probably wanted to win the ball but maybe he felt that by doing that extra motion with the stamp it would have made given him extra stretch if that makes sense mm. like a flick out i i don't know i don't know maybe he just can't tackle i think that's what it is yeah. it's just but, the, the but... inability to win the ball yeah period <laughs> that's but it i don't i, I... When I look at it, I don't see any contact with the other player. Well, th- this is the other thing. Oh, yeah. How can you give a penalty if there's no contact? But exactly, you but... know, we've we've seen we've seen it happen in Cyprus. But yeah, anyway. we we've definitely seen it. And of course, and of course, it can't be a game uh, where we talk about an orthosis where they don't complain about the fucking referee. So they win one nil, and they put a complaint about the referee, and they say that we're complaining about the referee, even though we did get the win, because we need better quality, quality referees. Now this is also the second game week in a row where they've had a foreign referee after they complained about having local uh, Cypriot referees, right? So what do you want? You can't have Cypriot referees. You can't have foreign referees. You can't have Pierluigi Colina because he retired 20 years ago. Like, what What do you want? What do you want? What do they you want? They want AI. 
They like, were AI referees. <laughs> like, what the what the hell, man? Is anyway? Anyway. Oh man, I don't know. I know. I don't I'm, know. I'm... It's just, I just want to send a message to Sandis and say, listen. If you had the choice of what type of referee, where would you get these refs from? Which leagues? Which leagues have the best referees? Yeah. Tell us. Because it's not just Masic isn't about anymore. You can't yeah. blame him. And, um, you know, the new head of the referees is bringing referees from Syria. Yeah. Which is yeah. supposed to be, you know, proper, big, quality high quality, big experience referees. So if you're saying they're not good enough, then who is? Do you think this is a way of generating some kind of deflection tactics if they don't end up winning the league? Because they'll be like, well, we cry about the referees all season. So they're the ones to blame, not our inability to, to win. They weren't, they're, even they're thinking, well. they weren't even thinking about going for the league this season. Beginning of the season, they said that this season was a consolation season, like what mm. IL are doing. And it's just Transition. that they've, yeah, it's just that they found the players, they found the coach, they're doing everything correctly, and everything's fitting into place. So even if they're in this transition season, they're very, very, very close, and they're going to be up there at the end, I think. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. they've got nothing to complain about. No, of course not. Of course not. Anyway, speaking of nothing to complain about, Thassa, uh, I, I can't complain. Yep. I can't complain on Monia. We have a new head coach. We have a new style of play. We're scoring goals, lovely goals as well. We beat Doxa mm -hmm. 5-1. Goals from Loizu, the stat pad of Roman Bezos. Gagwili scored from the spot. Kusulo scored from six yards out. Even Simic got on the score sheet. Adam Matthews scored an own goal on his day, on his uh, birthday. Unfortunately, Alex didn't keep a clean sheet, but Alex kept the score down. Um, light work, but sensational as far as I'm concerned. First half anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Doxa Renaissance is over in fantastic fashion. You could see it. You could say a complete prolapse. For Rekdal's first game in charge of Omonia. Do you see what I did there? Very good. Uh, Very there good. you go. Because everybody talks about, what was it, rectal dysfunction? No. Nah. Rectal dysfunction. No, nah, man. No, nah, man. I you. Rectal prolapse. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, even, you know, Bezos is turning up to be prime Ronaldo against uh, you know, oh, the team bottom it. of the league. Stop bottom it. of the league, Bezos shows up and he's like, hey, I'm here. Remember me? Remember this guy? Um, he'll turn back into prime Bezos, you know, next game probably. But uh... No, no, it's Ayers next. Another Oh, ah, okay. Team. So he should be he should be all right then. He should yeah, be right. yeah, he'll get a hat trick in that one for sure. Um, yeah. And I just want to, now that I've got the, the platform to do this, uh -oh. Is no, 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 because I, I wanted to talk about this. Sofroni did not know how to use Bezos, right? Bezos is a player, is a number 10 that you use against a defense that will probably have a little bit less experience or isn't as 
organized organized or skillful right mm -hmm. because he'll pull out a pass to be like he'll pull out a pass that will blind him right but if you play a player like Bezos against a defense with experience and organization like say against I don't know Abuel or um just trying to think of another organized defense now. Aris, for yeah. example. Yeah. Avalon, for example. Yeah. Anorthosi, for example. Funny that. Have you noticed a pattern? Yeah. Yeah. Notice where, a pattern. Where, especially with, say, your Abuel with or Ayek with the really old defenses that they've got, is it probably makes sense to put him on like in the 80th minute because. The, the defense has been run ragged by the number 10 that actually does running, does runs, does run, run, pressure, pressure, run, pressure, 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 pressure. But he didn't do that. And I think this is what your, I think this is what your rectal is going to get correct this time around. So he's probably going to play Bezos against Diaz as well. And then when, what, what's, what's your next difficult game, let's say? I can buffer. Well, yeah. So against Ayek, you'll see that Bezos won't come on until like the 75th minute or something like that. Look, the, the, he, he played Bezos as almost uh, a cross, a hybrid of an 8 and a 10. Yeah. So he'd start in centre midfield and he'd move forward into into a number 10 role. And yeah, he was playing balls over the top and trying these Hollywood passes. I mean, he got an assist for Loizu, but that was one of the worst assists <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Honestly. Left back couldn't control a bloody, couldn't trap a bag of sand. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, he's he's the kind of player that you you have to beat the teams below you. Yep, that's the kind of player that you have to beat your Gadmio Dissas, your Ayers, your Othello. That's the kind of player that you want. He's a flat track bully. I'm just gonna say, yeah, against the big teams where he's lacking in pace, where. He's rash and he doesn't like being pressured because we've seen it time and time again with him. When he's got two men around him, he shits himself. Yeah. And he's he's limited as to what he can and can't do. And people say, yeah, but he's 33 years old. I don't care. I don't care. He's played at a very high level. Okay. He should know better. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it is what it is. The fact is, I'm happy that we have a coach that was willing to play expansive football, that wasn't afraid to give the players the creative freedom to move the ball freely, to encourage them one-touch pass, just the basics. Mm -hmm. And I know this isn't going to be how we play for the rest of the season. There's going to be games where it's going to be tight and we're going to have to strangulate teams. I don't care. I don't care because it seems that this coach is willing to adapt to the opponent as opposed to, well, I'm going to play a 4-4-1-1 and inshallah, that's it. <laughs> like the last guy. But I don't want yeah. to talk about the last guy. No. The last guy is done. Yeah. Yes. Done. Done and yes. dusted. I don't want to hear his yes. name ever again unless he joins another club. And even then, you're going to see the same shit football. So good luck to whoever has him. Probably end up with the national team, the way that things are. But anyway, Doxa, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. Sim played. Alex played. Alex was undoubtedly... If, if, if Loizu was man of the match for us, Alex was man of the match for them. He, he kept yeah. them in the game for you know even though it was four one at half time he, he kept it from being a, a cricket score but the yeah. one thing i will say and i'm gonna do a video montage of this one day when i have the time i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna go through every game i can think of that has involved my mate ernest 
and it's just handsome. Mm-hmm. Because every time he gets the ball, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, when he, when he gets the ball, the commentator is going to say, or a Sunday, Bonnie Grigoros. <laughs> Asante, who is quick. <laughs> that is the tagline. That is that is what they say. I, I only heard his name mentioned twice during the game, and twice that's what they said. And it, I, I guarantee that happened when it was at Ike with us. I'm telling you, I'm going to do a video montage. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find the clips, put them together, and I might even put it toward, with Ace of Base playing in the background. Oh. <laughs> Yes, because Asante is a fast boy. He's a very fast boy. He's quick. He's quick. He's, he's very quick. quick. He's, he's anyway. Quick. Now, do we need to talk about Loizu or not? I just... Uh, very well, quickly. Quick, very very quickly, quickly. Go on. Right? Every club and their dog wants to sign him on loan with an option to buy at the end of the season. He was linked with Plymouth, Hierenveen, Regiana, Palermo, and FC Basel. Uh, I don't know if you want to chuck some more teams in there just 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 so we can have some shits and giggles. Leeds United, was... I've heard as well. Oh, of Leeds course. United. Should we, should we put Zultavarigam in there as well, just to just just we to laugh can. about it? We can. <laughs> so let's, put, let's put LA Galaxy as well. Fuck it. Yeah, Come and Granada. Granada, because of the, yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go. Um, Armani, I've revealed Zenit that Saint they... Petersburg. Hey, there you go. Good one. Uh, Omonia revealed that they had two offers, but neither of them are any good, so I've put them to bed. They are, however, willing to let him go in the summer or now for a good offer when standing his way, should that good offer arrive. So far, there's been no toys thrown out of the pram from Loizu, unlike last time, or what Avril has done. Uh, also revealed in the same thing is that there was an offer for Lang, which they also put in the bin. Now, I know your thoughts on it, but as I'm supposed to be impartial being outside of the Omonia fan lot, just accept the offer, man. <laughs> let him go. Let him go. Like, let like, him go. Like, my dad, like my dad says to my mom about her kids, let him go. Let him fly away. Let him go. Yeah. Situs exo. Yeah, situs exo. <laughs> Launch him. <laughs> oh my god. No, nah, mate, listen. The the Louis situation, I wanted to discuss it on a, on No Chofters, but I'll, I'll just do something very briefly here, right? Yeah. Notice he is collaborating with CAA Base, which is a very, very big uh, agency. Okay. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me if some members of the press have had names of clubs leaked to them saying, oh, look, Peterborough are interested. Plymouth are interested. FC Basel are interested, Mr. Swiss football expert. Heronvein are interested, Mr. Dutch football expert. Because that's what good agents do. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And for the, the fact that the lad hasn't kicked off, it's probably because, number one, he's learnt from his mistake. Or, yep. number two, his agent has said to him, wind your neck in, son. Leave it with us. Just simple. And he listened. Yep. And he listened. As for Adam Lang, couldn't care less. Yep. Could not care less. He he doesn't <laughs> offer anything anymore. Doesn't offer anything anymore. I'm sorry to say this. And yes, he had a great two and a half, three seasons for us. But the only reason why we haven't got rid of him is because, well, the club makes money when he goes on international duty. Yeah. You know, what I find quite funny is that his agent 
has been talking to the press saying, oh, my client will have to leave. He's got a contract. He's got a contract. Yep. Runs out next year. Not 2024, 2025. Yep. So, Mr. Agent, get on the phone to somewhere, a club in Greece, in Turkey, wherever, and ask him to pay up. Yep. Because you're not getting him if you don't have no money. Yep. So it works. Anyway, shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. All right, bro. Another bit of bad news for you guys. Ah, Our boy losing 2-1 to Ethnic Goal. Goals from Enzo Cabrera. Two of them from the guy that you shat on all over yeah. Discord. Yeah. And Domane grabbed one for Abuel. I thought you guys were going to go on to win this game, believe it or not, with half an hour to go. Because you, you can always see it happening. Yeah. But, unfortunately for you guys, you took the L, bro. Talk yeah, to pretty much. I just... You already mentioned me shitting on Cabrera before the game <laughs> because um, Ilya for uh, Achna was suspended for the game. So I basically turned around and said, uh, it's probably going to be a 2 0 win for Abuel. They, uh, Achna, I don't see Cabrera doing much without Ilya and just Bechlivani. Fuck me, I guess. Um, <laughs> Abuel hit the post three times, right? And Bogatinov pulled out some cracking saves as well. He was like prime Buffon. And on top of that, uh, Belich was prime David James. Like absolute clangers for both of Achna's goals. I'd say and more there's... Taibi than anything. Taibi at Man United. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't <laughs> like try to pick up the ball and watch it go underneath your legs bad. But yeah, it was um, it, the first goal he sees the cross come in and he ums and ahs about coming out and punching and grabbing for it. And then he moves back to his goal, does that a bit late, and Cabrera gets uh, gets his header, puts it in the net. Uh, the second one, uh, I said the second one, same issues. Uh, Belledge has a bit of a nightmare. Goal. Uh, but yeah. We hit the post three times. Uh, Ephraim hit the post in the 111th minute. Some people, obviously, and you can't make it up, but some people were obviously saying that was planned all along. That's why there was 111 minutes of injury time to see whether or not Abuel could get an equaliser. Um, and that, uh, you know, there was a deal between Petridis and, and Gigis to... Uh, to make sure Achna got some points. Although, if that was the case, the finishing from Abuel players has got to be spot on. Because, again, they must have been aiming for the post to hit it three times during the game. Um, but, yeah, it's a perennial problem for Abuel. While we're getting the goals to win games, there are so many mischances. So many missed chances, and that's probably what's if anything's going to cost us the league. It's well, one the fact that we're gonna get we're not gonna have any fans at our games, uh, and two is there's not that even like 15 goal a season striker or 12 goal a season striker, it's not even that. 
you know, Domane is a carbon copy of Kvidaya. He's someone who's going to run through the ground for you. He's going to head to the ball, drop down. He's going to put pressure on the defenders. He's going to press, run around, pass, do all the things. And then he gets in front of the goal. And he freezes. He did get a goal today. He did get a goal in that game. And had a goal in the game before as well. Uh, but, you know, two goals from him, and I think Filitaya is on three or four for the season so far, is terrible return up front. And it's, it's, it's such a good thing that we've got my players yeah. like Marquinhos, Dongala, and uh, and uh, Villafañez as well. And you were going to say Wilson, weren't you? No, I was not going to mention You were going to say Fatsidis, weren't you? <laughs> the the only good, obviously, there's another there's another good thing coming around the corner is that Donis is slowly, slowly picking up his fitness. So we should see until the next time, yeah. until the next time that that Achilles goes or the Hammy goes. I'm just look. You it's, just know it's going to happen. It's, it's, no, it's no, no, going to happen. It's not going to happen. Or if it happens, let it happen in May. Yeah, it's yeah, going to happen after we've lifted the title. Yeah, this it's going to happen. <laughs> gonna happen i'm sorry to say this it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but anyway. he's a really good player no he's a good player and yeah. it's i i it's it's a shame that he he's been blighted by injuries but yeah. you just know it's gonna happen it's not a matter of if it's when well like i said if it when it happens hopefully it happens in may and we've already won the title by then because he's going to go on a goal and assist run. How many times have you dropped a glass and it hasn't broken? I've got carpets. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yep, you're right. I'm just saying right. he's made out of glass. You're right. Sorry. Is that Louis well, Sahar? Mr. Well, glass. Well, hopefully we don't have any, you know, any other Agridas defenders. Try and try and take his ankle out while he scores. Well, well I, I, again, <laughs> but at the same time, but at the same time, you look at the state of those pitches. Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise that he gets injuries. Yep, because they are dog shit. Yep. Might Speaking well of uh, dog shit pitches and right. Achna, their game uh, against Aris tonight. Cup game tonight. Yeah. Yeah, got postponed because of the pitch. Yep. First division game in one like in the what was it twenty second league in Europe? Yep. Delayed due to a waterlogged pitch. Uh, maybe they they didn't have any pitchforks to make holes in the turf e to e drain e it. I don't know. Maybe or maybe, maybe. they didn't have a, a sheet to cover it when it was raining. Or maybe they just forgot that there was a game. Yeah, that'll do. Maybe. I don't know. That'll anyway. Do. Yeah. The final game. The final game. The Limassol derby between Ari and Abolon finished. Ari won. Abolon nil. Turned out to be the final game for Bambika, who was on the bench. But Montnor, the Dutchman, signed in the summer. Gave Ari the lead, and that's how it ended. First of all, my friend, Babi. Good luck bye, to the lad bye, to bye, lose. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. 
Second yeah. most expensive player to leave Cyprus behind Zalai, who left mm-hmm. Abuel to go to Freiburg, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, big, big player that Adi have lost. Very emotional evening for him and his teammates. Yep. They've moved in to sign another Semedo. Not the Omonia Semedo, but another one who might be as good as the Omonia Semedo. You never know. But what are your thoughts on, on Babika leaving Ari? And what do you remember? Or what were the stand-up moments do you remember? Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. he, he scored, what, 16 goals, assisted 22 in, in in his games, he almost got to their 100 as well. For he got 91 yeah. games. The standout moment for him, I think, throughout his stay, has got to be that goal against Rangers, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's or maybe that's... the one against who was it? Was it against Olympiagos at the Serie where he got the ball on the right hand side that he just cut in and whipped it back stick, and a goal against Anorthosi as well. Yeah. Where he's done the give and go, he's flicked it around the corner and spun off and put it in. But yeah, of course, the goals against Rangers, 100% for, for the club's history. But I think in the build up to, you know, them qualifying for the Conference League in the first season up and then going on to win the league, the goal against Ajax, where he absolutely destroyed the fullbacks, you know, the fullback and the centre back. He, he left yeah. them for us as like Roadrunner. You know, yeah, and that even game, the bad that touch, game was, was a basketball match anyway. That yeah. was no, 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 no. The one, the one, the one at the the Alpha Mega, not the one at the uh, oh, oh, right, the yeah, arena. sorry, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, the yeah. one where he's gone, they, they were trying to play an offside trap, and he's just sped past, and then mm. it was a bad touch in the penalty box, and he was still quick enough to take it around Pirich and put it in the back in there, and that led to the celebration with was it Gomis? I think there was a celebration, or was it with uh, Mayan Bella? I can't remember. But, well, I mean, I mean, it, it ended up all three of them were doing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was... But no, good, good luck to him because you know, for, for a player that obviously joined them, at, you know, very cheap as well. I think it was only like twenty five grand, something along the lines, mm-hmm. and to sell him for two and three quarter million. But he just kept his head down. He was never any trouble. He was a fantastic player. Gave defenders nightmares. And uh, the club are certainly going to miss him, but it's a it's a high level now, and I, I wish him the best. Wish him yeah, the best. I'm going to be keeping an eye on him. Oh yeah, of course, he's around the corner yeah. from you. Well, not no, he's not. Toulouse, Toulouse is, is a bit. All right, fun. you know what I'm talking about there. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, you know, Xavi, if you're watching this, and you know, you're you're playing PSG, I wouldn't mind the ticket. No, yeah. Go see, go, go see my favorite Gabonese player. <laughs> so it's not it's not Aubameyang, no? Okay. <laughs> no, no, dear Lord, no. No, Tyron Mings, Tyron Mings did Aubameyang in when for that corner. You remember? <laughs> you don't remember the the corner, but of course I do. The, the, the Villa Villa versus Arsenal. Ty, Tyron Mings is is chatting to Aubameyang, and they're all laughing, and then he, he runs around the back of Aubameyang and scores from the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> That's my memory of Aubameyang. But yeah, there you go. No, my, my favourite Gabonese player is obviously... Lovely. Babic. All right. So the game, the game itself. Yeah. Um, not, a lot, not a lot to report on, really. Uh, the goal, very good movement from, from Monor. I think uh, it is 
they already have their direct replacement for Babbika there, I think. He was playing in Babbika's position during the game. Uh, he dispossessed, dispossessed Malikidis on the halfway line. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, you know, that typical Aris overload, three or four players running into the box, great passing movement involving uh, Kokorin as well. And then it comes back to Motnor. Lily zip, just zip, it went, went in like that. Lovely little goal. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Addis ended up better, the better part of 20 minutes with 10 men. Kaju getting sent off. Um, prior to the sending off, Abolon were on top. They were attacking, 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 attacking. And then the sending off happened. And then any urgency that they had in their play just dissipated. Uh, and then the tactics seemed to be get a set piece and hope Valbuena does some brilliance until the end of the game. It's like, like, I don't know what happened to Abolon after the sending off. Instead of kicking on when they were already like dominating for that, for, that, for that 20 minutes before the sending off, they just went and they ran out of ideas. But yeah. Never mind. Um, Apollon signed a guy. They announced the signing of a They signed a guy. They signed a guy. Yeah, they signed a guy. They signed a 30-year-old Romanian defensive midfielder called Andrei Artean. Um, to keep Kostaki company, I guess? I, I don't know. Uh, Mostly, I mean, all his time spent in Romania previously, Timisoara, Karan Sebes, Poli, Vasea, and FC Vitorul. But he already has 20 appearances this season in the, what do they call it, Superliga 1 in, in Romania, yes. um, with three goals in those 20 appearances. So, impressive. Let's see. Yeah, let's impressive. see. On top of the Brazilian fullback they signed that used to play for their rivals. Yes. Let's, let's he shall not be named for yeah. Rosalind's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't we, we don't want we don't want Ros, Rosland cooking something. We don't want no beef. Yeah, exactly. We don't want no beef. Right. Let me bring up the league table then, since we need to discuss this, as your team still remain top despite the defeat. They're, 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 they're slipping, they're slipping. Yeah, there it go. is. So, explain. Uh, well, uh, Abuela top, 42 points. And Arthasis are in second with 40 points. And then you've got three teams there on 38 points. We've got Aris, Omonia and Bafos. So that's a, not arranged by goal differences, arranged by results between the teams. So Aris, Aris have done the best out of the the three teams against each other there. That's why they're sat in third, Omonia in fourth, and Bafos in fifth. And then you've got Ayak in sixth with 36 points. So that's the top six. They're all split by six points now. That's that's and then you've got a seven point drop there to Abolon in seventh with 29 points. And now Salamina in eighth with 28 points. And then you've got a nine point drop before you get to Ael in ninth on 19 points, Achna in 10th on 17, Garmio Design 11th with 14, I thought Othellos in 12th with 13, Aes in 13th with 12, 
and Zogs are propping things up with eight points. Very good. Very, yeah. very good. Yes. You yes. did very well there, I must admit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, um, of course, some other cup matches happened as well. Um, well, one more happened. Uh, we've got Ike beat Othello's 4-2. So, Ike hmm. are through to the quarterfinals. Excellent. Now, Good for them. Tomorrow night, as we're recording, we've got Ayes versus Bike. Oh, that's a big game, that one. Oh, that's going to be a spicy one, that one. All all eight people that are going to show up to watch that game are going to have a good time. Um, and then you've got Olympiagos versus Bafos. And then you've got Omonia versus Grasava. Grasava. That's going to be tasty. Yeah. Tiago Hala. comes back to Omonia. Haralambi, this is going to be yes. uh, having them very much geared up, I think, yeah, for the, the game. Yeah, the former Abuel man. It's yep. going to be an interesting one. But hey, look, it's, it's the cup, isn't it? It's the magic, the magic of the Coca-Cola Cup. D and you know what? With with Rekdal being a big Coke enthusiast, the drink, no. <laughs> not the gear, not the gear, we're going to win it because he drinks Coke. Oh, I don't know if you noticed, but he drinks Coke in press conferences. You, you put the video on Instagram, didn't you? With the, yes, yes. They're comparing yes. him to Ronaldo moving the, the yes. cans. Agua. Go, go, go. Agua. And he's Agua. like, fuck this shit. I'm drinking Coca-Cola, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But yeah, um, there's not really that much magic in the cup in, in Gibraltar. Like, you can probably tell who's going to win the game just by looking at it normally. Hasn't been. I haven't seen many surprises. The the only real big surprise that we've seen previously was when Abob Giniras Beyaz won it all that time ago. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Can you imagine any other surprises? I mean, Achna got to the final What's a couple final, of yeah. seasons um, ago. Olympiagos got to the final when they lost Anorthosi. COVID season. Um, yeah, but they also did well in the league that season. So. Yeah, but it's Olympia. Goes, man, come on, with Dornaidi as president. <laughs> Mikhail in goal. No comment. Mm -mm. <laughs> there you go. But yes, there is another spicy one uh, next week in the Cup, and that's the last game that uh, will be played, is Abolon versus Ael. Mm, interesting. Teste. Yeah, teste. Um, teste. I've got, got one more blood. thing. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I've got I've got one more thing. Hard and it. then I'll and then I'll leave it for you. I just wanted to pick something up that I saw in the second. Leave it for me. Sorry? Leave it for me. No, no, no. And then I'm gonna leave it to you if you've got anything oh. else. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Bayek in the second division. Bayek uh -huh. Guerinas are doing the Abuel and Anorthosis thing. Did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see no. This? Uh, yeah, so um, they've got their own transfer embargo to deal with. So to solve it, they have decided to reach out to 50 people for them to provide 350 euros each. That's uh, 17,500 yeah. euros. So yeah, 
Hmm. I thought that, I thought that, that was an interesting one. That uh, Maybe they'll find enough Gerignodes who've got enough petty cash lying around to give him 350 euros each. 350, eh? Mm. 350. What else can you get for 350? Oh, I know. Probably two season tickets for a first division club. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So there you go. There's, I've run uh... out of coffee. I can't slurp. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's the news. That's the news. Okay. Well, there's yeah. one bit of information that I think we need to bring up. Uh, a gentleman who we had on this podcast in the summer has returned to Cyprus, and it's uh, Alex. He's rejoined Baralimni. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. How could I forget this? Alexander Vucenovic. Petros' his favorite player. Yes. He's back at Baralimni. He's back at Baralimni. Good lad. And, Good uh, lad. Yeah, the the second division is not fucking ready. He's going to set mate. fire to it. He's going to set fire to it. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, that's that's all we have for now. We've done an hour and 45 minutes. Blimey. Blimey indeed. Let's 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 be good from now on, guys, huh? Yes, please. Please. Just yeah. just but we say this, we say this, but as we record this, tomorrow morning, being Thursday morning, there's gonna be a meeting at half eleven, I think, with yep. the CFA and the police. So yep. more to come. This is why we need to start doing additional content for the members area. Maybe that's yep. something we might be able to do. Yeah. So, might be able to do. I mean, next week it might be really short because there won't be any games on. Yeah, true that. Mm. True that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Spicy. Spicy, spicy. Right. Do you want to do the socials? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do the socials. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We've got them Facebooks. We've got them Instagrams. We've got them Twitter X's. We are at This Is Mappa. I'm at Flares Cafes or at Cafes Flares, whatever you want to. I'm there. You'll find me. Apparently, I am. (laughs) Somebody posted on Twitter uh, tonight that I am the Cypriot Fabrizio. So, so yeah, come at me. <laughs> and obviously, we've also got uh, Mr. Chestel there on the Instagrams as well. You got you got them TikToks as well, I think, and yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... I have TikTok, but I don't really want to talk about that too much. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Um, we've also much. got the website. I suspect that we'll have some kind of article going up once this all uh, settles down and we've got some conclusions. Um, I'm also working on. Uh, I'm also working on something about managers uh, who have played. Uh, sorry, who have managed the most clubs in the league. Believe it or not, Sofron is on the list. Um, you will be surprised by a couple of those entries. Oh, I like being surprised. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's a couple <laughs> of them. There's a couple of them you're going to look at and go, "Who?" <laughs> As well. So, so yeah. Keep an eye out for that. I think that's that's all. Oh, discords. We've got the discords. There's the, there's them discords as well. Don't forget them. 
And, uh, and you know, if if you're an Ammonia supporter and you don't have a membership yet, it's ninety nine cents. Absolutely. You get the you get the love. You get the reviews. You get the previews. Maybe Mister uh, Mister Analyst over here. Maybe Mister Analyst. Maybe. Maybe. Um. And I'm going to try and figure out how I'm going to put some additional content in there for the non-Ammonia fans. Well, look, I, I think that we have delivered a lot of content for the viewers. I think we've done a lot to report on Cypriot football. But as we know, a week is a long time in Cyprus. So we might need to do something to fill in those gaps. Yes. We might need to do something. To fill. And, do you know, I think... Maybe I should do a bit of analysis for other clubs as well. Maybe I should do that. But again, that takes a bit of time. And yeah. Let, let's see how we go. But watch this space because we've got a lot coming. We've got a lot coming. So yeah. there you go. Anyway, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back very, very soon. So until next time, be good. Be good. You know, be stop being naughty. Good. Huh? Be better. Stop being naughty. That's what you Ah, man.